0: Welcome to Coaching with Jamie, your dose of coaching from a leadership view. Whether you are a teacher leader, district leader, technology coach, instructional coach, or building leader, this podcast is for you. With a background in instructional technology and educational leadership, I use my middle ground instructional coaching role to open conversations around educational practices we face daily. So if you find something valuable here, like, subscribe, follow, and share. Episode one is all about hitting the reset button. I hope today you are with me in discussing how we can take our practices from before and truly change what we do in the new year to come. So let's talk about hitting the reset button. First and foremost, I want to hit on three key things. Those things are simple. They're the three things I think we're going to need to embrace as we enter into a new school year. And the first thing is going to be the idea that yes, all data is skewed. It's a reality of where we are, and most certainly it's a discussion that has been around every table in education for quite some time, but it cannot be what we focus on. Rather, we need to be planning with what we know and what we have, whether that's state data, benchmark data, common assessment data, whether that's local or district, wherever the data came from, we have to plan with what we know and what we have. We certainly can't stick around the ideas of, oh, they were brick and mortar or or virtual or hybrid or a mix. We can't worry about how was testing fidelity integrated. We can't worry about how much instructional time was lost. Rather, we have to take what we have and adjust. The way we're going to do that is through something called frequent data cycles, frequent data reviews. We're going to be looking at data much more frequently and very differently. We need to start with really well-designed formative assessments. Those are going to be more important than ever. Now, when I say well-designed formative assessments, what I'm really talking about is the standards-based formative assessment and likely the assessment that's built through backwards design. Let's not worry about the things that are in our past. Let's look forward let's take these things the more frequent data reviews and use that to move forward in our instructional practices in the year to come i think that's something we'll find that's going to benefit us all so let's move on to idea number two and idea number two is all about deficits we know that deficits exist and they are going to be a reality in the school year to come but we cannot leave ourselves centered on focusing on the deficits rather we have to truly look at our existing practices and those that we can adapt to meet the needs of all students. If your school district is anything like the ones I've worked in, you have a, a course or a class or a program designed around remediation. Maybe it's an intervention program, a remediation program, a foundational program, but it's designed to be there for students who need to close gaps in instruction. It allows students to continue on learning in the grade level standards, but have an opportunity to be with a specialist who's designed to help close those gaps that may exist. And while that program is beneficial and works for many students, this cannot be the place where we expect all students to come into and get progress from in the year to come rely solely on a remediation or foundational or intervention class to help all of our students who will have some gaps in learning rather we really truly have to take this to a new level we're going to have to look at targeted more individualized instruction this is going to be needed more than ever before and yes we're gonna need to have some conversations circling around small group instruction yes I'm not just talking about elementary teachers I think that in our secondary practices, we're going to need some small group instruction or differentiated practices in order to move us forward. Remediation, of course, is going to be important, but I also challenge you to think about acceleration. We have to be moving and pushing our children in order to move forward. We have to make sure that our kids are being challenged, that they are engaging environments where children are are learning and, and growing. Sure. The gaps will exist, but we must learn and adapt practices to meet students with their remediation needs and their acceleration needs at the same time. And I do believe that we have to put the remediation and acceleration conversation at the forefront because I don't know about you, but I have never won a race going solely in reverse. Last but not least, my number three is really about understanding the approach to this year in terms of student-centered teaching and student-centered coaching approaches. More than ever, we have to focus teaching and coaching daily on what do our students need and how do we meet those needs. It's gonna come back to that consistent data review that we talked about earlier. It's gonna need to be frequent weekly, weekly formative assessments, monthly summative assessments, quarterly benchmark assessments. We're gonna to need to frequently be looking at data, always be stepping up to the new data points and moving forward with what we're learning about students as we go. It must be individualized. We cannot be looking at our third period class or at Miss Vandergriff's class. We have to be individually looking at what students are showing growth what students show gaps? How do we meet the needs of individuals, not groups? We also have to focus on the varying views and assessment platforms. We need to know how our assessment platforms work, what they show us, what data they give us. And then we need to determine what we do with that data and how that drives our instructional practices going forward. We need to learn how to use this data effectively in order all areas to make sure that we're meeting the individual needs of all of our students. I know one of my biggest takeaways last year was on data. I've spent my entire career in elementary and I know as an elementary teacher that having 20 students allows you to get to know those kids. Be there when they're taking those assessments, analyze that data, have conversations with your students about the data to know where your students are and where they're going. And When I went to middle school as an instructional coach, one of the big takeaways was how in the world was I going to hold those teachers to that same accountability measure when instead of having 20 students, they had 120 students. I will tell you, I haven't mastered that. And I'm still working on what's best and best practices for my students. But here's what I know for sure. I know that we do have to look at all of our students, whether that is individually as classes whether that's uh, through platforms but we have to be looking at what do students know and what do they need from us so that's it three key pieces we need to definitely put on our radar as we move into the new school year yes data is skewed of course but that's not where we're gonna live yes deficits exist but individualized data and individualizing students for what they need will be our success. And student-centered teaching and coaching approaches are going to be absolutely necessary as we take on this year. Now that that's all wrapped up, let's go ahead and hit that reset button. We have some hard work ahead of us, there is no doubt about that, but I do believe there are no better people designed to take this on. So thank you. Thank you for being part of my very first episode of Coaching with Jamie. I hope that you gained something from this and that something was valuable for you. If so, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share. I hope that we can continue to have great conversations around learning and teaching. And if you have questions, let me know. I would love to target some things you're wondering about as we hit on thinking about this new year to come. If you're a teacher or a coach or a leader, wherever you are, whatever questions you have, share them. I would love to have that conversation. Thanks again.